0: So as I was standing here looking at all of you and hearing some cheering, can everybody hear me? I got to thinking, as you're sitting back down, about testimonies. Testimonies. Is there any testimonies at anybody? Laurel, Laurel Webster. Yeah. That's who I'm talking to. Here she comes. This one will have you jumping. Laurel, 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 come here, come here. Oh, somebody lost their keys was it in the bathroom. Yeah. Nissan? Oh, right here. Here he is. Okay. As Laurel comes. I know. All right, you ready to share? Yes. Okay.
1: Hi. First of all, I just want to give praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. He has brought us through this. Holy Spirit, you are awesome. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to say that the the doctor has told me that um, I have no cancer in my body. I praise him, I praise him, I praise him.
0: (laughs)
2: Mm.
1: And I want to thank every person who has helped us, every person who has made a meal, Every person who has called us on the phone or the card or, and especially the ones that are being prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, I just want to thank you so much. There's nothing I can say that can make me really tell you how much we appreciate it. And Bob wanted to say one thing.
3: Yeah, that uh, I just wanted to say that before this year, I was in relatively perfect health. Everything worked for me. I could lift everything you know that you couldn't lift. I could do it, <laughs> and and uh, but you know that got to a spot where I turned myself in to basic medical center with a, a kind of a blocked bladder. I couldn't do anything, and I literally uh, it was part of the summer for us. You know, the whole summer for us has been uh, chemotherapy, radiation and doctor's appointments, and, but I do have a compassion now for all the people that have issues, you know? And it's more of a compassion, and that's what compassion has get given you to help us. And we just thank you for, for doing that because that is what uh, it's all about. You know, and Jesus, just before the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was filled with compassion and that's why he did what he did for us. And we just thank you for doing what you did for us.
0: God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus, right? We give him all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Oh, he's so good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, this is, you know, hard to follow. I'm going to give you some announcements before Pastor Josh comes. But um, starting next uh, next Sunday, everybody say next Sunday? The 7th, we're going to have a men's gathering. So it really is only for the men in here, but that way everybody said it, wives heard it. Um, we're going to have a men's gathering at 6 p.m. Pastor Josh is going to lead uh, a time of prayer and all sorts of things he's got planned for you guys. So um, that is going to be next week at 6 p.m. The other thing for the women's ministry, can everybody say November 13th? November 13th. This you have to pre-register for, okay? So it's a Friendsgiving. There's going to be worship too, fellowship fun, all sorts of things. But it's pre-registration just so we know how much food to get um, for the women's gathering on November 13th. Um, the other part that I want to make sure everyone's aware of is the circle of security with parenting. That starts tomorrow, right, Cheryl She's right over there, um, standing right there. And there's childcare and dinner provided for everybody. You still have a chance to sign up. There is a sign-up sheet. There's sign-up sheets for other things in the back, too. Uh, so as you're making your way later, would you please check those? And all are welcome, okay? All right, so love you all. And we're gonna have Pastor Josh come. <laughs> Praise the Lord.
2: so good right <clears throat> we could just have testimonies all day that is incredible also the youth man the youth huh how about the youth <clears throat> is that something that you guys wrote that you are the same yesterday today and forever is that original Holy Spirit inspire. All right. You got to finish it. We need to sing that. That's good. I'm up here going, you, you know, I can't. That's <laughs> so good. <sighs> A lot going on. So please, please do check your bulletin. Um, don't miss out on these things. Uh, and, and again, um, happening quickly. Everything's happening quickly, isn't it? Let's pray. We come before you, mighty one. We come together as family this morning to be in your presence, to be together, to be equipped, to begin our week fully surrendered. Asking that you would speak and that you would impart wisdom and that you would change the course of our week, that, that any areas last week where we, where we missed the mark, we come to the fresh mercy this morning. We come before your, your, your throne. We bring every care, every anxiety, every weight. We bring every concern and everything. And we just say, God, we start this week differently. As we talked about last week, of consuming, of, of of the invitation that you've given us, Jesus, to consume. To you are the living bread, you're living water. There's a way that we live in you that is radically different, and so we just choose this morning to live radically different. Live according to your your precepts and your principles and your ways, Jesus. You are the way. You are the master. I thank you this morning for my brothers and sisters, and I thank you that as we open up your, your word, we are taught of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, that as we submit our, our, our wills and our minds and surrender our hearts to you, that we get to be different this week. We get to be impacted and led in a new way, in a living way, in Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to be in, in, in several passages over the, our time together this morning. I'm going to apologize to the tech team in advance <laughs> for the, the order. Maybe, maybe we'll go in an order. We'll see. The, the, the past couple weeks, we've been in John chapter 6, we've been talking about, as I just prayed and, and said, we've been talking about, this is, this is a time right now to just really press in, to press in. It's, it's always the right time. It's always the right time. But, but the invitation of Jesus to his uh, disciples and um, to those who were following him just after feeding the 5,000 plus women and children, the invitation to, 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 to feast on him, that would be a living way, that would be a, a way that would cause them to, to never hunger, to never thirst. Of course, now when we look back and we, we come to the table of the Lord, it has even greater depth to us. Um, but this morning, one of the things I, that, I, that I wanted to talk about. Especially the, the day that is today. And I love that we, we started today like we were just we went for it. We exalted the Lord. But one of the things I was thinking about um, is, is when it comes to feasting. That's that's been the theme the last couple couple weeks, a spiritual feast. I, I had this 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 word. Um And the word is this, the word is dabble, dabble. Have you heard that word before? Dabble. To take part, it's defined like this. To take part in an activity in a casual or superficial way. Dip into, scratch the surface of, flirt with, tinker with, trifle with, play with, fiddle with. Dabble. Ever since the beginning of Scripture, this has been the invitation of the enemy. Dabble, just take a bite. Just take a bite, All right? Genesis chapter three. Just take a bite, and I and I began to think about this because today is uh, is is you know there's things happening tonight, aren't aren't there? People wandering around in crazy costumes. <clears throat> and, and and here's the here's the invitation. It's just candy. <laughs> it's just costumes. Have you have you noticed? I don't know if you noticed this, but but the enemy doesn't doesn't come at us with these blatant things. It's not obvious. Right, it's it's that the James chapter one progression desire first. But he doesn't he 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 gives us these these subtle compromise, and I just want you to consider this morning. I want you to consider uh, some scriptures. We're going to go through some different things. This is a a broader subject than just today or what today represents in our culture. But I was, I was thinking about the things we consume. I was thinking about um, TV shows and movies and YouTube, music, social media, and depending on different different phases or different times in in each of our lives, right? I mean, how many? Uh, I think I've shared this before too. But but um, you you could either. You make you make justifications for things, right? So the, that dabbling, I'm just gonna, and we do it in diff- We do it in a lot of different ways, right? But we we, um, I'll, I'll give you an, a few examples. First of all, like when I was growing up, for some reason I had this like period, and I remember couldn't do it, couldn't do it earlier on, but then, I had this period of time where I just like to be scared, right? I just, this is like, like thrilling to me to be scared, right? And, 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 and so I would watch like movies that were absolutely terrifying. And then, and then one of the things that I would say to myself is, is, is it's just this, right? How many know, I, I hope that we all get this like alarm in our heads when we say, it's just this, it's just this or that. So I would watch these scary movies, and then what happened is like, you know, there's not necessarily like an immediate cause and effect thing. I started to have nightmares. I started to be scared of things irrationally. Or, or maybe it's this. I remember, I don't know if, but I, I've, I've always been really into audio and sound, Like I was the kid in high school who my car was mostly made of speakers, right? I had no room in my trunk because I had subwoofers that were like this, right? I could remove the deck from my car, right? And I would listen to things and I remember, you know, um, I remember being part of worship and and there was some great counsel in my life, great people who said, be careful what you listen to. And so I would would listen to things and I would make great reasons why it was okay for me. And why I I had the ability, I was somehow different from other people because it wouldn't actually affect me. Until I started to have and struggle with some depression. And then to this day now, I will sing something. I'll just catch myself singing something and I'm like, and thank and thank god as we grow and as we as we are with him like we mature right when we realize oh i don't want to eat the fruit of that Amen. statement i don't want that like get, let me let me back that reverse that phrase and so what happens is is and and it's in every area right this this dabble has a progression this, this, this idea, I'm going to define it again, to take part in activity in a casual or superficial way, dip into, scratch the surface, flirt with, tinker with, trifle with, play with, fiddle with. I mean, I was thinking about how, how and, and God, He graciously answers our prayers when we ask Him. Because what, what can happen is we can be we can become comfortably desensitized. We can become comfortably desensitized to where we've we've dabbled to a place, we've allowed things to a place, we've justified things to a place where it's like, I'm okay. And then and then it, there begins to be this this this. Uh, I just, I'm I'm really thankful to God. He, he, he walks us out of things so well, right? I mean, my prayer has been, God, increase the sensitivity in all those areas. Like, give me, give me, no, to the point of like, I want, I want to be sensitive. I want to have a sensitive heart before Him. I want things. I want to see things with clarity. I want to discern things with clarity. I want to look at something and go, I'm not dabbling with that. I'm not messing with that. So here's the deal. Ephesians. We're gonna be in Ephesians, Isaiah, Matthew. That's why I didn't give you a scripture Um, exactly, but Ephesians chapter 5. Let's go there. Chapter 5, verse 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. I want you to look at somebody next to you and just say that. You are light in the Lord. I know. Kevin, I'm looking at you. You don't have anybody right next to you, but I'm looking at you. You are light in the Lord. Okay. I want us to keep this in mind today, especially, but every day. You are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Verse 11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. It's pretty clear to me. It's clear? Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Why do you think it says that? I think, I think one of the major reasons is because if we're not people that are exposing things, if, we, if we're not people who, who walk as light in the Lord, it makes it real easy for those around us to fall into the traps of the enemy. So this is an instruction to us to, to, to take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. So, on a day like today, I mean, I don't know when, when Halloween's going to fall on a Sunday again. It's probably like, I don't know what the rhythm is. Leap year plus this plus that. Who cares, right? But this is an opportunity to, to talk about something like Halloween. Let's talk about how, how, how we, 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 we cannot water down things. There's got to be a difference between us. We're people of light. I would just encourage you, if you're like, you know what, this just sounds legalistic to me. This just sounds like churchy to me. Go watch some testimonies of some, some witches or warlocks that have come out of this and they're believers. Talk about what this actually represents to them, what this day means to them, the child sacrifices that take place on this day. This is not something to go play around with. You think i'm joking about the child sacrifice i am not joking with the child sacrifice okay so so today i had one scripture on my heart <clears throat> isaiah 5:20. 20. whoa that, that's 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 the biblical way of saying uh judgment is coming this is this is this is a prophetic word to israel also incredibly applicable to us today Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. I'm gonna, if, you, if you would just keep this scripture on your mind right now, and, and, and you will notice uh, that, that, that if you have this lens of scripture on, if you have these glasses, so to speak, on, you'll notice that, that there's headlines every day where this is happening in real time. Where evil is being called good and good is being called evil. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. Again, we could go, we could look back. If you guys remember... Because I just want to make this really, really real to you that this is happening. If you remember the the New York Court case or the New York, um, let me get it right, the New York Reproductive Health Act, they signed into law that allowed abortions right up until birth, and there was a standing ovation. That is this scripture in real time. I, I happen to believe Jesus, Jesus is an invitation to us. Jesus is called to us because this. He, 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 let, me, let me read it to you this way. Let me read it to you this way. I'm, see, sorry, I told you guys I apologize in advance to the tech team. First Peter 1, th- 13 through 16. 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and be sober-minded. I love that first part. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. Let me say amen to that. (laughs) By the way, just, just, I, 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 (laughs) this has nothing to do with, let's just, I just want a quick, quick lesson. Amen equals so be it. So be careful what you amen. <laughs> okay, I just, sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm at events or in services and I hear people yell amen and I'm like, I don't want that to happen. I don't <laughs> want that to happen. Okay, so I just want to encourage you this morning. Amen equals so be it. So anytime you say, okay, here we go. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy. I mean, that's who he is. he is. He is unfathomably holy. The fact that he gave us Jesus and calls us into his presence is astounding to me. He who called you is holy. You also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. How many woke up this morning and you know that that's only possible because of Jesus? I mean, I, I mean th- that thought alone of, of, of the invitation to be holy as I am holy. I know that's only possible because of Jesus. I I I, I am well aware, <laughs> as we all are, we serve a holy, holy God. So so let's look at a few illustrations. First, I want to look at Lot. And I want to look at Jesus. So we have this, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. In Genesis chapter 13, we're going to survey something, meaning we're not going to go into the whole detail and read all the chapters, but I want to just note something here. Genesis 13 verse 8. "'Abram said to Lot, "'Let there be no strife between you and me "'and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, "'for we are kinsmen. "'Is not the whole land before you? "'Separate yourself from me. "'If you take the left hand, then I will go to the right, "'or if you take the right hand, then I will go to the left.' "'And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that the Jordan Valley "'was well watered everywhere like the garden of the Lord.' like the land of Egypt, in the direction of Zor. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself all the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed east. Thus they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities of the valley and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Did you catch that? Moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. If we were to fast forward and survey a little more, we'd get to Genesis 19. Lots at the gate of Sodom. And this is that same concept I was talking to you about earlier of dabble. Start flirting with an idea. Start opening, uh, I think it was in the youth group, you guys talking about opening the doors and the windows in your life, right? Is that wrong? Close them, right, but, but, but the doors that are open. Right, we've got to close the doors, windows. Those, those opportunities. Galatians 5.9 says this, a little leaven, meaning sin, leavens the whole lump. All right, now let's look at again, Matthew chapter 12, this is Jesus. 12, verse 22, Then a demon-oppressed man, who was blind and mute, was brought to him. And he healed him, so that the man spoke and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It's only by Beelzebul, the son of demons, that this man casts out demons. Knowing their thoughts, I love it, He said to them, "'Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges.'" But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Pharisees in this moment are calling good evil. Here here Jesus is helping someone who is severely oppressed. And and they're they're pointing their fingers at, at Jesus saying, yeah, you're using Satan's authority to do this. I want us to look at these scriptural things and I want us to also be able to fast forward to today and look at what's going on in the earth around us. Look at what's going on in the culture around us and look at how there is absolutely the, the, the scripture that says that there's a way that seems right to a man but in the end it ends in destruction, Right? We are seeing those who are wise in their own eyes, those who are in, in, in leadership and in cultural, cultural uh, influence, and they're, they're rushing down a path. And there's an invitation from, from Jesus, there's an invitation to, to us to live differently, to be holy as he is holy, to, to be a light in the darkness. Psalms 12, verse 2, says this. Everyone utters lies to his neighbor with flattering lips and a double heart they speak. And this this morning, what I'm really getting at in, in all of these, these passages and these scriptures is that we, we want a, a singular focus. We, we, we want uh, in no way for, for our light to be... Hit under a basket. We we want to we want to to run away to, to be completely um, ridding ourselves of everything that we would dabble in. And here's the deal. So I, I you heard this the argument right? Like well, you know you know Josh, we got to be in the world but not of the world. That that's usually a reason for people to just keep being influenced by the world. That's, that, that, I, I, I think what the world actually needs is, is someone that shines so brightly with Jesus that they are attracted to that. Amen. Right? Because yes, we are to be in the world, but not of the world, but, but sometimes what we think is that we, we have to dabble in order to have influence. When we don't. <laughs> it's all right. I thank you for your responsiveness. <laughs> I want to just go, go into some symptoms of, of dabble this morning. A lack of clarity and in confusion in, in, your, in your spiritual life. If you're experiencing a, a lack of clarity, a lack of vision, a, a, a of confusion, there might be some areas where you're dabbling and some things that you shouldn't be dabbling in. Another symptom is a callousness to things of God. Another symptom might be drifting away from spiritual disciplines. Or we we begin to, and this this, this quote hit me so hard. Moral standards are de- destroyed when we redefine sin. When we use, listen to this, when we use God's vocabulary, but we don't use his dictionary. When we use his vocabulary, but we don't use his dictionary. In other words, we use churchy terms, but we don't define them the same way he defines them. I mean, we could talk about everything from... from um, Uh, like, let's take this one, right? We, we, we think unequally yoked. Let's take that one. Unequally yoked, okay? So, so try that. (laughs) Let me, let me speak to this section over here. (laughs) Our youth, our youth section. I love our youth section. Uh, and if you're in a relationship right now, uh, and, and it's and again, this is something that over the course of time, maybe you've learned some things, maybe you've matured in the Lord and realized, uh, here's the deal. There's a, a biblical instruction precept of being unequally yoked, right? One who, one who is following Christ and one who is not. Right? I, I dated somebody. Uh, they were running from the Lord and... and I was chasing them for different reasons, and and that that and thank God that relationship ended terribly. I mean, it was terrible and it was destructive. I've never, I mean, I could ha- I had the phone. I remember the Lord just putting it on my heart. I remember holding the phone out. My sister's here; she remembers this. I remember holding the phone out here and hearing the cursing that was coming my way, like it was that. I mean, it was that bad, right? And and um. The, the 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 point was is I knew the vocabulary but I was redefining the way in which I thought God would operate God God said don't be unequally yoked and I was like you know what I'm going to be unequally yoked and I'm going to win them over Mission, missional dating yeah but I'm but I'm seeing that concept in other areas I'm seeing believers who give up on the church and give up on on being holy and serving a holy God. And they say, you know what, I'd rather just go do this. I'd rather go, you know, I'm going to go be a part of the bar ministry. And then pretty soon you're disconnected from all your other brothers and sisters and pretty soon the enemy has got you so tangled in addiction. And again, uh, what I'm talking about tonight, today being Halloween, is I don't want you to just do something because the pastor thinks it's not a good idea. I don't want you to be legalistic about it. I want you to search the scriptures. I want you to discover what God thinks about it. I want you to discover where your heart sits on this issue. But once again, I would say this. There are other issues, other topics surrounding our culture that are far bigger and we're seeing things play out right now. And, and 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 would you just heed that? Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Would you just begin to go, Lord, give me the clarity. Father, I pray that, that you would give us all. Lord, we, we serve a holy God. And 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 the people in, in this culture, in this world, need, need to see you. They need to be, I need to be a reflection. So here's what I want to pray for because, because I think I think I think this is the same lie as the garden this dabbling thing and so I, I, would, I would call us all right if, 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 I, if I just spent two weeks talking about a spiritual feast that is Jesus Christ I want us to get rid of any area where we're dabbling I want us to get rid of any area where we are, are, are mixing in and we're seeing a lack of clarity, a lack of confusion, a callousness, a drifting. I want, I want us to, to have the clarity to have our, our, our vocabulary and our dictionary align. That we define things the same way. This is not i I've, I've preached a similar message like this before. But that we would have the same view of sin that he has. Also... Oh, I wish I would. Have, I wish I had the scripture in front of me. Um, also, parents, it, it, how we lead our children is in, it's it's so important. And so, be careful, as parents, that we are we are not justifying things away for them either. We're giving them a firm place to stand. We're giving them a firm understanding of truth. All right, let's, let's pray together. If you stand with me. Father, we just hear these words of Ephesians 5 to take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Father, I pray that, that you would lead us as your church. And as we expose these things, uh, that it wouldn't be uh, with a finger of, of, of condemnation, that as we expose these things, these works of darkness, as we, as we shed light on things, Lord, may it be an invitation to, to the way. May it be an invitation to you, Jesus, to live differently. I pray for these things in our hearts, every area, Lord, um, where there is is dabbling in things that that we know, the Holy Spirit, you're bringing those things up, every area in our lives where we are defining things differently than you are in order to make an exception, in order to to walk in a way that, that will lead to death. God, I pray that you would, you would keep us disciplined. Lord, every area of, of desire that gives birth to sin, that gives birth to death. God, every desire that is not of you, would you just ask this with, with me, the Lord? Uproot every area in my life of desire that is not of you. So Father, I just pray that you would do this work in our lives, Lord, as, as today. I do believe there's people that are just uh, ignorantly celebrating today. They just don't know. But Lord, we stand as, as those who would say, greater is he that is in me than he's, he that is in the world. We stand as those who who bear the name of Jesus Christ. We stand here this morning as those who would say, I serve the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, I thank you for your scriptures. They instruct us, they teach us. I pray, Lord God, that you 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 would give us the discipline to define things the same way you define them, that our vocabulary and our dictionary would match. Father, and I pray that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, Lord, those those areas in our lives and in our culture where that Isaiah 520 applies. Those who call evil good and good evil. God, and I pray, may we be salt and light. May we be those who would say, no, 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 no. That is wrong. There's a different way, a living way. Father, I pray that you, you, you would make us this week those who search the scriptures, those who, who, who consume you, who run after you, who, who live on, on every word that proceeds from your mouth. Lord, we honor you. We celebrate you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you.